The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. All right. Sorry, guys, uh, for those who were expecting a live podcast and an actual podcast Wednesday. Uh, I lost my voice. I got laryngitis. Went to the doctor. They told me to rest for somewhere between seven to t- ten days. I told them absolutely uh, not. So I gave her. I gave her Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I gave her four days. Right. We split the difference. Uh, when you talk for a living, let's just really quickly say there's all kinds of bad thoughts that go through your head when you can't project. Like the nothing's coming out. Just like. It's a whisper. You think you're talking like this, and I can project pretty well. It was a whisper. <laughs> like, people who have never uttered these words to me were uttering them all the time. What'd you say? Uh, what'd you say? What? Sorry, one more time. What'd you say? I said, I'd like a hot tea. It's like, I'd like a hot tea. It's a very 900. I actually got out a text the next day because I do these beat the books things uh, on all of our Odyssey stations, and it's like, you know, whatever. Like, it's some betting trend. And, the, and I, I did it on Tuesday before the show, before they kicked me out. And, <laughs> uh, and, and I could tell it was like very 900. Mm-hmm. Like Ryan, my co-host, was like, I, it sounds, sound, I'm getting kind of turned on right now. I get a text the next day from the PD, from WFAN, and he was like, hey, Trista. This is a long story short. He's like, hey, um, something was weird with that beat the books today. Uh what was happening? Question mark, question mark, question mark. And I laughed and I was like, I, uh, I had laryngitis. I had to get sent home. He goes, honestly, I, I didn't think much of it. I knew it was weird. And then another PD reached out to me and was like, what's going on with Trista? Is she trying out sexy now? <laughs> it's like, nothing I love more than a good run line trend. <laughs> anyway, anyway, that's all that to say I'm sorry. All that to say I'm sorry. Uh, before we talk about the Warriors, as we suspected, coming back to life in Boston, which is what they did, as we knew that they would because it's Warriors in seven, uh, let's get into a little news. After James Borrego was inexplicably fired, everything okay? After James Borrego was inexplicably fired, with his team consistently improving year after year after year, despite nobody liking to play defense, i.e. Kelly Oubre, former Nets head coach, current Warriors assistant, Kenny Atkinson, known for his player development uh, acumen, has currently accepted, according to Shams, pew, this is the bomb. This is the sound of the Shams bomb. Anyway, he is now Charlotte Hornets head coach. He signed a four-year deal, which shows you that Michael Jordan actually trusts him uh, or has so much money that if he fires him, he doesn't care about having two coaches on payroll for two years. 
Because let's be honest, if Kenny Atkinson does get fired from a Charlotte Hornets, probably not going to be until year three or four when players tune him out like they do Tom Thibodeau. But I actually love this hire. Takes over one of the most exciting teams in the NBA. You've got 10 players on this roster under 26 years old. They have the 13th pick in this year's draft, which is my pick. Blazers pick. Pretty far cry from rehabbing the careers of Spencer Dinwiddie, Joe Harris, D'Angelo Russell, which he actually did by changing the culture of the Nets. He turned Spencer Dinwiddie and Joe Harris after being out of the league altogether to getting paid. Jared Allen got paid. People forget, by the way, that Tatum and Brown were actually Nets draft picks. That's a little fun fact. Yeah, because of the the Boston trade that they did to send Paul Pierce and KG, Mm -hmm. Ron Williams, all that little scrub trade that they did. And he credited, he's also credited with developing Jared Allen into what we now know as one of the best big men in the league, right? So this is what uh, Greg Popovich had to say about Kenny Atkinson when he was turning things around uh, with the Nets because I went and found some old quotes about how he changed the culture there, was changing players, getting them to buy in. He said the system is in there. Kenny set the standards and makes people accountable. They slowly but surely built the culture and all the things that have come from that are starting to show, so I'm happy for all of them. They've done a great job, uh, and he did. Since since resigning in 2020, because he was fired, KD fired him. He did. <laughs> uh, he's been on the bench in L.A. with Ty Lue, and now he got hired to be the de- development person on the Warriors, which is what, quite frankly, the Warriors were missing last year, and now you're getting you know Jordan Poole to take a step, Andrew Wiggins to take a step, and, and both teams – really vastly improved while he was there. Steve Kerr said this about Kenny. It's still coming back, folks. Laryngitis is still coming back. One of the reasons I hired Kenny was his feel for analytics. Kenny's really well-versed on that stuff. He's a believer in it. This year has been the first time we've ever achieved the right balance, balance between analytics and the eye test. Either people are in the nerd camp or in the the nerd camp. Kenny is is the is the like balance between them two. And now he's coaching a team that is young and exciting and can't play defense, right? That's basically what Brooklyn was. Young and exciting. Well, not really that exciting at the time, but young and couldn't play defense. That was a team that he took over in Brooklyn. It was 29th in defense, uh, defensive efficiency. He took wow. over and then like that, 13th in defensive deficiency in his final year, right? So not the, like the most, but listen, let's, the pieces in the, the Nets organization were amazing to get them in the top five of defensive efficiency. Let's be serious. Mm-hmm. And remember, this was done without any real player or roster changes, right? No stars. You could say that D'Angelo Russell at the time was a star, but let's look at him now. He's on the trade block. He's not a real like superstar, superstar. And Kenny Atkinson developed him in a way that D'Angelo Russell said really helped him. My prediction is Charlotte. Brrr, ch- Charlotte will be a playoff team next year. They were a play-in team this year. They were only three, four wins away from being a five, six seed. I think that my guess is that they win 48 games. Five, they, they get five extra games. They won 43 this year. They get 48. They're the five or the six seed next year. And two years from now, they get 50 wins. They're a top four seed. That's my, that's my guess. I think the Nets take a big step back, obviously. I think the Sixers can only go down from where they are. Bucks continue to reign supreme. I think Miami may take a step back and Boston continues to be on this trajectory as well. So my prediction is that they've got all the pieces, folks. If they can get anything out of Gordon Hayward, anything, 
anything, just anything, even if they trade him, don't care. Even if they get him to buy in on defense again, I don't care. But they've got Miles Bridges. They've got Lonzo. Uh, Lonzo. They got LaMelo Ball. <laughs> Wish they had Lonzo and LaMelo. They've got really good young Terry Rozier. They've got playmakers. They're exciting, good wings. P.J. Washington trying his very might to make a living when he uh, knocked up Brittany Renner. So lots of things happening for the Hornets. All that stuff is very successful. Maybe he can turn James Booknight into something. Who knows? Who knows? My prediction, though, is things get vastly improved in Charlotte. Oh, man, guys, let's move on. It was fun while it lasted. It would appear that the marriage of DeAndre Ayton and the Phoenix Suns is about to end. According to Mark Stein, what seems clear, he says, with less than three weeks to go until free agency commences, is that Phoenix is increasingly expected to engage in serious sign-and-trade talks centered around Ayton, with external skepticism only rising regarding the Suns' willingness to make a hefty long-term investment in the center. Let's be honest. DA, it's bad timing for you, dog. You've got an owner who's probably about to lose ownership. And you're not putting out $250 million uh, right before you sell a team. And I think that there's going to be, hi a guillotine (laughs) on our man, Robert Sarver. Things are going to come down the pike. The investigation's been going on for almost a year now. So listen, things are ruminating. Bubbling, we'll say. Obviously, uh, like a an announcement of him being forced Donald, Donald Sterling-like out mm. isn't going to happen in the NBA Finals. But I promise you, it's probably going to happen sometime soon. And it might be before free agency. It might be after free agency. It might be before the season. But I know it's happening. And I know that Robert Sarver is not going to want to pay DeAndre Ayton in the midst of all that. So now Stein believes Ayton is the most prominent player that will switch teams. Good news for me. Good news for my team. (laughs) His agent, Bill Duffy, who's also an awesome guy, went on NBA radio uh, just the other day and said this. Things will work out for DeAndre. He's a valuable player. And you know what? There's other teams in the league as well. This is true. true. 29 other teams. DeAndre Ayton is a restricted free agent, meaning that he must do a sign-and-trade in order to make that move. Or possibly he can go into the last and final year and be a complete free agent, which... Mark Stein does not think will happen. The chances are not great for him staying in Phoenix. I don't know what Chris Paul is going to do. This team is significantly worse without DeAndre Ayton. If you're a basketball fan, you know how many high screens DeAndre Ayton sets for Devin Booker and Chris Paul that turn into easy buckets. Either turn into pull-up J's or turn into rolls, lobs for DA or for whoever else on the wing, like a drive and kick scenario. Uh, So DA is a very, very underrated player in my opinion. And I think he's going to probably make more money going elsewhere if he stays one additional year and does a sign and trade. But I don't think he's going to leave eight figures on the table and maybe risk an injury. So the latest is that the Suns are now taking inquiries. Yes, on a sign and trade for DeAndre. Where will he end up? It's a good question. San Antonio is on the table. That'd be an awesome spot for him. Can you imagine this mother? Craig Popovich, you get. 
Come on. It's an embarrassment of riches. We'll give you Jakob Pertle. No, <laughs> we'll give you. So you have David Robinson, and then you get Tim Duncan. Do you know what he would do with DA? Stop it. Stop it. Please. Uh, Toronto is another landing spot that people are talking about, which would be excellent for what they do. DeAndre Ayton can switch on defense, very athletic, put the ball in his hand. He'd be a perfect fit there. What they would get for him, maybe like an OG Ananobi, maybe a young piece would be nice. Little move, move, little win, win. Portland potentially get, we'll give you, like I said, we'll give you Nurkic and Anthony Simons. How about that? What about Drew Eubanks as a backup center? We'll give you Nurk, Drew Eubanks, and Anthony Simons. Listen, Anthony Simons will play the one when Chris Paul retires. He'll come off the bench, and you can give us back campaign and DeAndre Aiden. Uh, Detroit and Atlanta are also the leading landing spots. But for me, I've got one destination in mind that I think DeAndre Aiden would be perfect for. Chicago Bulls. I think that would be an awesome spot for him. They need defense. They need somebody to stop the gaping hole that is Nikola Vucevic because he doesn't play defense. You could pair him with Patrick Williams, kind of like a, a nice little balance between what they both bring to the table. And especially if Zach Levine goes somewhere else, which like if you're going to pay either Zach Levine or DeAndre Ayton, I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. Does Zach Levine fit with Devin Booker? Probably not. I don't think so, but you could do like a three-team trade, get something back. Mm. Uh, and I actually think the bull swapping Zach for DeAndre is probably a huge upgrade. Huge, huge upgrade because, let's be honest, their issue is is defense. Healthy Crusoe, you got Lonzo Ball, you got Aiton. <sighs> Come on now. Like, this becomes a really good defensive team overnight. Then you got DeMar DeRozan, too. DeMar DeRozan, Lonzo, if he ever comes back. Caruso, Patrick Williams, DeAndre Ayton. Like, this was a six seed now. What do they become next year? I don't know. Maybe a five, maybe a four, or just maybe a six seed that actually ends up competing in the first round instead of just getting absolutely mollywopped in the first round. And, of course, as you guys know, I would love to see him with, with Dame Lillard. I would love to see him setting high picks for Dame Lillard. Yes. And maybe if we could keep Anthony Simons, I'm in on that. Or maybe we get DeAndre Ayton and maybe another piece. I don't know. We'll have to see. Have to see how it all shakes out, baby. Maybe we'll get AJ. Maybe we'll get AJ Griffin and DeAndre Ayton. And we'll have Josh Hart still. Who knows? The list of possibilities for us is endless. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts.